Before we begin, you may want to grab your periodic table or pull one up on the internet so that you can visualize better what it is I'm talking about as we go through the podcast. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Periodic Table of Elements, the stuff stars and you are made of. Today, we'll be discussing the arrangement of the Periodic Table of Elements and some of the history. So for those of you that do not know, uh, in the 1860s, a Russian chemist named Mendeleev arranged the Periodic Table by increasing atomic mass. He was most famous not only for the creation of the table, but also for the prediction of not yet known elements. Even though his table did have some inaccuracies, he was a genius. Henry Mosley came along many years later and he found Mendeleev's flaw. He found that with the discovery of isotopes, the pattern for Mendeleev's periodic table just didn't always work. So he corrected the flaw by arranging the periodic table by atomic number, not atomic mass. And that is what we mostly know today as the periodic table of elements. So as I said, it is uh, the periodic table of element is arranged by increasing atomic number. That's the number of protons of each element. It's also arranged by metals, nonmetals, and metalloids. And lastly, by increasing number of valence electrons. There are three main categories that you'll find on the periodic table of elements. The first one is metals, and those are elements that are shiny and good conductors of heat or electricity. And they will be found on the left side of the zigzag line you see on the periodic table. Nonmetals are poor conductors of heat and electricity. They're often very dull and brittle, and they will be found on the right side of the zigzag line. And then metalloids share properties of both metals and nonmetals, and they border that zigzag line. <clears throat> there is also further organization of the periodic table by groups. They're sometimes called families, and they are vertical columns. So vertical means up and down, and they are numbered one through 18. And they have similar properties and the same number of valence electrons. There are also periods on the periodic table, and these are horizontal rows. So they go left to right, and they are rows one through seven. And the nucleus gets larger the lower the element is in a period. And lastly, if you've looked at a periodic table before, which because you're listening to this, I know you have, uh, there, are, there are these things called lanthanides and actinides, and they are placed at the bottom of the table 
because, not because they um, don't belong in the table as a whole, but because if they were placed in the middle of the table, that table would be ridiculously big. So they've taken out these lanthanides and actinides and popped them down at the bottom of the periodic table underneath it. So the lanthanides are often called rare earth metals or elements, I'm sorry. They're silvery white and they are often found in the same ores. They are called lanthanides because they exhibit similar chemical properties to lanthanum, which is the first element in their group. And then actinides are named after the first element in their series, actinium. And the actinides group includes mostly man-made elements with only a few exceptions like uranium and thorium. Fun fact, the bigger the atom, the more it falls apart. So the lower elements are synthesized or man-made and only last a few seconds in the lab. I hope you found this episode of the Organization of the Periodic Table helpful. Have a wonderful day, everybody.